Alright guys, welcome back to the JRE Review for week uh, 32 of the year. This year is a flying by. Uh, because this podcast is new, uh, just to reiterate a little bit about what it is. So basically, I get together with a guest, or I talk on my own mostly with a guest. Today I got Mark with me. Say hi, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Uh, and what I do is, or what we do, is we just talk about the great episodes of the week from Joe Rogan's podcast. I always had extra questions for all the years that I've listened to it, and now I just want to throw it out to people that I know that also listen to it, and eventually other fans. We just start a dialogue, and that's it. I keep them short. I keep them fun. They're low budget as hell, but uh, uh, I'm enjoying it, so I hope you guys are, and thanks for downloading. We have, I think, over 40 countries now. 40 countries? That at least one person that's is like, downloaded. Most like of them a, only have one person. That's like 25% of the earth. <laughs> they were probably accidental. Like, what the fuck is I, this shit? I think it's some dude in Seattle that just, <laughs> like, has a GPS blocker on. He's like, I've got to watch the fucking Mariners on MLB TV, but I, I don't, it's blacked out of my area, so... Whatever. Oh, and I'm going to listen to this fucking podcast real quick. He just pushes the wrong button. And he does. Like, well, He's like, oh, I'm in Uganda now. Suck a dick. Either way. I love that guy. Thank you. You're building myself. Thank you. Yeah, Thank cheers, you, Seattle, guy. Uganda. <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle, Uganda. <laughs> this week, Joe had on some great guests. It's really diverse, too. Uh, Michael Scott Moore was on podcast 1149. Um, obviously, you guys have... Listen to this one. Uh, he is a writer. He was kidnapped by uh, some pa- Somali pirates. Uh, the people that, or the place that is synonymous with pirates. I don't think, is there another place that you can say the name of it and they'd be like, first thought pirate? The Caribbean. Caribbean? Yeah, that's it. But like, they're old <laughs> No, no, I think most people are like, oh, I'd like to go there on holiday. Oh, Maybe now, that's thought like, number three. But when you talk about pirates, you're like, oh, Somali pirates, pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, what was the Tom Hanks pirate one? And they're like, Somali pirates. Oh, then just two. Yeah. There's only just, two pirates. Just those. <laughs> well, pirates are fucking wild ass people. I love pirates. <clears throat> they're great. They are great. I but mean, the modern ones are Actually, terrifying. they're not great. They're... The old ones are great. Because we the never saw them. They're hilarious. They have a they parrot, wanted, they have one leg. They just drunk. want treasure, man. Just drunk and they want treasure. <laughs> Which is, I think, what we all want. Yeah, really. I feel like they know, none of them ever found any treasure. No. They had one box that 50 of them fought over until all the pirates eventually died and <laughs> exactly. it just sank. <laughs> Same box. It didn't spend any of it. It's still out there, by the way, guys. Somali pirates have been wasting their time. Yeah, they're in the wrong spot. These, like little freight cruisers. They need to come to the Caribbean. You have to go where box. the other pirates are. They do, you know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's going to be a map there. Well, Michael Scott Moore, God bless him. Really interesting guy. Super soft tone of voice. He he was fascinating to listen to, and being captured for almost three years. I think it was like. 900 days or something so just shy of three years um holy fuck you know you think you had a bad day try that right and it's reality like he lives in our reality it's not like he lived there and was captured not that that makes it any better but he lives in you know he grew up in the valley and then for three years he's like locked in with these people and how he kept his mind through it and listening to kind of his breakdown of that was really fascinating and super inspiring too, especially during days when I just want to bitch about it, <laughs> which is like 
God damn it, I got yeah. a ticket for street cleaning day. It's a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, well, this dude was in a sub- Somali pirate prison <laughs> yeah. camp for three years. Cheer the fuck up, man. And he'd be like, man, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God okay. damn it, you're, too, you're better than me. I get yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, sad that you forgot your grocery bag for Whole Foods and now they're going to make you feel guilty. It's like, shit, I have to pay 10 cents for this fucker. <laughs> That's how I felt when I got my Uber last night because it was like peak hours and they were like, 13 hours to go two miles. And I'm like, can I walk it? No. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Like, I can, but... And I'm, there's a surge. No. I know. This, fuck the surge. Fuck it. My guy, And my guy, his wife had just won Price is Right. I shit you not. He, I was like, how you doing, man? It sounds like a made-up Uber driver story. Maybe it was. How Maybe can he you, tells it... Did you Google it afterwards? I didn't. No, he said, he literally said it happened like two hours, like three hours ago or something. Oh, so wow. He was, like, he was like, man, my wife was on the prices, right? And she won $12,000. And I was like, can I stop driving Uber? Like, oh. Don't you, wait, you went 12, I thought you went like a jet ski and a new hammock and a fucking tent that you never wanted. <laughs> and like a, a whole new thing of dining wear and you don't have any friends because you spend all your time watching Prices Right. So who the fuck's going to eat out of that shit anyway? Funny you should ask. I, I grilled him on this particular subject and I don't remember his answer per se, but it was something like he didn't get to like the showcase. She didn't get the to the showcase showdown or anything, but she like won the the first thing that gets you like up to spin the fucking wheel. Right. And I guess she won some shit on the wheel. Oh, or you can win on that. Yeah, I never yeah. watched that show. I never understand how it works. I used to. It was the only time I watch Prices Right is when I'm watching the NCAA basketball tournament. Uh huh. And. They just immediately, they, they're like, okay, we'll be rejoin you in two hours. And then they just, boom, you're into the prices Right. There's not like a commercial in between. They're just like, now we rejoin our regularly like, scheduled programming. Shitty show. And they're like, Drew Carey, like, having given up. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? They're like, oh. And then I'm like, well, bitch, don't bid that high. It's just a Cuisinart. <laughs> Well, and then I'm in it. I'm like, I gotta find out if this chick is gonna bid too high in this fucking <laughs> pontoon boat. You're that invested. Somali pirates would undoubtedly <laughs> they would love it. They would take her. They would love. They it. would take her prisoner. Well, those boats can't be cheap because this fucking guy's ransom was twenty million dollars for the entire time. Twenty million dollars. Somebody needs to talk to them about how negotiations work. They started high. Well, they're like we'll- starting high is the way forward, but come down. Right. Supposedly, they didn't come down at all until like the last couple of weeks. And Man, this see, motherfucker was locked there the whole time. That's like time. bad negotiating. Not cool. At Not all. cool. Like, you gotta come to the table and say, yes, we will do $20 million. What am I, Jamaican right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just well, like, the Caribbean thing. Who the fuck knows how to... <laughs> and then you're like, and, the, and, then the, and then our guys need to be like, well, how about a hundred? A hundred million? No, no, just... Just a hundred, and then just incrementally meet each other in the middle. Well, number one, I don't know how much money they have, but you want to go, how much is three years of food and board and guarding? It's enough, so why not just make it a thousand <laughs> times that? Right? Right? It's still a good investment. That a thousand times is solid. That, that, that Maybe I should go over and start teaching Somali pirates. I cannot, no, I fuck. Terrible. You imagine the hostage negotiator be like, well, when you factor in cost of living and the Somali parrots are like, you know, and he makes really good fucking points. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 
one of the worst things that he went through that he talked about, right, was sleeping, sleeping situation. Yeah. So what would happen, and this is like the PTSD that he took away from this poor fucking thing, is they would chain his feet. He would just lay, I think, on the ground or on like a really shitty mattress. And mm-hmm. he'd be covered with a mosquito net. But it was like, that was it for however many hours he stays asleep. So now he's just like, as soon as I get close to going to bed, I just have massive anxiety. And we, I'm just like, you Dude, poor fucking guy. Like, it's hard so, enough to sleep anyway. I would be so stressed out. You think you could ever get over it? I don't know if you could. How would no, you? No, because I forget? mean, like, I know when I sleep and I'm like worried. About, I mean, like, so here's an example. Um, this is years ago when I lived with my brother. His car gotten broken into in our garage, and it's not like they took it they, they, to like an iPod and like a shirt or something. It wasn't anything. But I was like, it's like a fucking violation. Like, ah, oh, they came into our fucking garage. Feel shit. shit. And but. Our apartment is right over the garage. And every... T- so I would like... 2 a.m. Because I'm a very light sleeper. Uh-huh. I would hear that door open. Like that... It's like somebody coming in or whatever. And my mind would immediately be like... Those motherfuckers are going to sneak in and try and steal some more shit. I couldn't sleep with that. For, it was like weeks. <laughs> and that's like... They weren't coming to kill me. They were yeah, yeah. It wasn't some like, pirate. Like no. all they got was like... Dave Matthew Dave yeah. Matthews Band complete collection well, it wasn't like that big a deal. But it goes to show though. But I was stressed the fuck most out. Most people don't sleep well. No. And most people aren't going through massive trauma all the time. So it really doesn't take a lot to destabilize your sleep. That is no. clear, right? What all the all the levels of what it does, that's harder to understand, but it, it doesn't take a lot to mess it up. No. So when you get something this bad, it's like can well, you it's... ever get past it's like that. those. It's like those movies when they're like, like these guys are like it's a cowboy movie and they're on the run and like they make camp and they're like, all right, well I'll take first shift, and I'm like, would I be able to sleep through that shit? I'd be like, no, just give it to me, just give me the rifle, I'll because I won't be able to sleep. I because if I heard one fuck, I do this when I'm camping normally in like Malibu, <laughs> like I hear a. I'm like, someone's coming to pillage our camp. I'm like, no. Bigfoot. They're like, Mark, get it together. <laughs> Mark, the PCH is literally like 500 feet away. We're all going to die. It was a squirrel. <laughs> That's how I am. Like, and it's, yeah, you're right. It's like a fucking squirrel. I'm like, we're coming to get raped and pillaged. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. And, but that brings up an important point. Like, yeah. People could say, well, that's because you haven't, you haven't been like living in the wilds of like some crazy place. You don't have the experience. Well, that's that's reasonable, right? That so a more hardened person would be less concerned. But this guy was just a writer that lived in the he's valley once writer. and gets out there. So he doesn't have Which that ability am, at all. And he's yeah. been thrown in. No, that would be... Thrown I would in. never be able to sleep. I don't think I'd ever be able to sleep. If I were able to sleep... I mean, there's a trust factor, don't you think? Yeah. I would well, literally he, need to trust my captors that they're not going to come well, fucking shank me. And he, and he couldn't. He, di- he didn't know that from what he was saying to, no. to Joe. But... He understood that they were poor. He understood that it, they were desperate. Sure. And obviously he's not friends with them, but he, like, in so many ways kind of understood where they, they came from in in just, like, for how desperate their own situation was. And that's a fascinating thought process. Because I feel like, being, yeah, being I mean, there that long, you'd be like, oh, you know what, I just want to fucking kill all you fuckers. But, right? you know. Because that's what happens when somebody's done. Somebody violates you like that. They're doing something. They're taking away your freedom. 
They're taking away your decision to decide for yourself. Any of that. You just want to kill them in the most yeah. like violent Steven Seagal under siege. Well, they're making way. you realize that you're not as safe as you thought. At all. It's all an illusion. You are, yeah. And that's that's illusion. what's crazy. And you well, will regain your power. And here's the thing. In the past, America fucking used to have pirates. You know? Pirates were straight up everywhere. And imagine oh, God, how yeah. terrifying that type of thing was. American and, pirates? Well, just like any any. Like, I can imagine like a really current American pirate. pirates. Oh, We're going to build a mall, and it's going to have a gap, and it's going to have... <laughs> And we're bringing back Ripley's, believe it or not, and Spencer's. <laughs> oh, God, this is all you want? American Pirates are so shitty. The worst. <laughs> back in the day, would you have been a pirate? Man, yeah, I think so. Right? Just for the fashion. I mean, they couldn't have all been cunts. No! Maybe some like... of them are like, man, they're like this quasi-honorable one. Someone's right? got to keep an eye on these lunatics, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like that guy. What do you think your uh, pirate name would be? Oh, shit. That's a good idea. I, no, I was not prepared for that question. Mm. And I've been obsessed Not easy. With, not going to be easy no, questions on this podcast. No, no. I was told this was hard-hitting. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay. We're going to be doing but rounds of burpees real soon. So <laughs> it, it, it scales up. It's very difficult. Man, I don't even... I, I couldn't even possibly come up with All right, easier question. Name. How much rum would you drink? A lot. All of it. Barrels, shit ton. Barrel a day. I'm like, what? I'm just the s- way that they're like constantly drinking it out of that thing. I'm like, how warm is that? And what is warm rum like? Here's the the thing. worst. How much do you want to get drunk? <laughs> and then their teeth are terrible, totally. so they have the worst gum disease. So bad. They're basically homeless people drinking themselves to death. Pretty much. Hoping for treasure. Here's the thing. Um, Maybe pirates I, of the past are just modern homeless people. They were, they kind of were. Well, I'm at sea without Dramamine, so I'm like, I'm going to be throwing up anyway. <laughs> I might as well be drinking rum. You'd be the worst pirate ever. You can't even be a pirate. Your pirate name would be... Nauseous Marty or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, fucking give it to Nauseous Marty. He's only good at port. <laughs> Oh, look at Puke Bucket over there. <laughs> I want to be like one of the pirates, that get, like the first pirates, where like, I'm just a skeleton. Because they were all like freaked out, and I was like... This is already awesome. dead pirates? Already dead pirates. That's and, an like, interesting angle. In the moonlight, they're like skeletons, and they're like, we can't feel nothing or taste nothing. I'm like... <laughs> That's... Feeling and tasting things is pretty much what has gotten me into every problem of yeah, my yeah. entire life. Yeah, yeah. It's 100% of my motivation. I'd probably just be really altruistic. I'd be like, let's just like rescue sea turtles and shit because I don't need sex yeah. or food. Well, so you what else am I gonna do? You don't get skeletons like that, sadly. The old wise—they're always grumpy and angry and want to stab you. And I'm just like, really, what is your motivation, you dick pirate? Exactly. Like, oh, I'm coming for you. Be like, you can't spend the gold that you got at all. You've been what here would forever. You spend it on? Why not just be like, hey, it turns out I don't need food, and I'm not hot or cold, and I don't need desire sex so you know let me just pass some wisdom your way it's it's totally true it I, never it never twists like that that's why because m night shalamalam never made a pirate movie fuck that guy he's <laughs> so the worst <laughs> oh great okay so the next on there is someone that that i'm a huge fan of podcast eleven fifty, felipe esparza uh felipe is a fantastic stand-up comedian 
if you don't know his stuff, watch his stuff. Google it. He was the winner of Last Comic Standing. He has, uh, I believe, two specials on Netflix. I believe. Maybe just one. But whichever one he has uh, on there, it's they're fucking great. He does a lot of one-liner stuff, uh, mostly making fun of himself. But yeah, he's a funny motherfucker. Yeah, he loves he's the, great. Like, self He loves to start out with "What's up, fool?" He just up, got fool? this. Yeah, and he Dude, just he riles the crowd a lot, like Joey Diaz, which I love. He just gets that ball rolling, and he goes and he goes, and it's like that's a monumental kind of thing to get into and it's powerful tool here's a funny story so i used to uh, i used to bartend at this restaurant and it's closed now um and yeah we had a we had a bunch of like dudes from like either from east la or they immigrated from mexico and that's how they greeted each other like yo what up fool what up fool and that's how they greeted me and one day i decided i would return the favor and i was like yo what up fool and they were were like they were like no no <laughs> no mark <laughs> they did like drop the accent they're like no they no. like got white boy accent on me like no mark you hit it too early but, and, but give it, was, it a couple of months but they maybe were maybe a year you could have you could have earned that moment and but part of it was soon, like they mark. were like protecting me they were like no i it's okay like i won't kill you but, but people someone will else might kill like, you like you just saved my i'm life. just gonna spit in your burrito that i'm making which is the worst thing because i love to take on either the accent or the or like the dialect or the inflection or the tone or the um uh like what's the word um uh mannerisms mannerisms um vernacular vernacular yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what i'd love to take that shit on because i'm just like that's who i am and like so that was a struggle <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah. Um, but gotta, i'm alive so you I, gotta ease into it yeah, you gotta ease shaped. into it well talking about the and great like, guys by the way great amazing human beings stop kissing their ass the, the, the <laughs> they never <laughs> will no one is there's no chance they're listening it's to just this me you and some guy in russia that some, is just some guy like, in, accidentally downloading them all some but guy he's in a hacker. seattle with a gps blocker so his his deals all over the place so felipe uh, did the same thing. Got over here, jumped the border, took him like three times, dressed his yeah. brother up in as dress. yeah in a dress yeah. because of the passports they had. Right, brother ended up gay, unrelated, unrelated. but hilarious coincidence. <laughs> right. And you know, it's just like that's a real fucking struggle to it's get a real over. Fucking here. struggle. Man. What I also liked is they talked about this thing called a a, a condina, right? Yeah, pronounced probably like condina. But, yeah, but it's a thing that. where he, his family, and like other poor families in their like tight group would pay in like a hundred bucks to, right? Ru- yeah, like ten of them, and then every month they give it to someone, so someone gets a thousand dollars, which is like you start a business, start a something, and I think that's fucking cool. I think just the idea of something like that, yes, like even Joe talking was about- talking about, you know what? What we should do this for like up and coming comedians, you know. And it's like, what I really like about that is other comedians that are probably better are really <laughs> only going to help the ones they like, which, yeah, which is kind of an advanced filter for better comedians. Look, I understand that people up at the comedy store and other places, uh, they, they, they may favor certain people just because of the friendship aspect. They sure, like them. Yeah. But I almost don't think anyone puts their reputation on the line for a comedian that they don't think is funny 
whether you you, you could like dude couldn't. mark i could like you as my best friend as a brother yeah but if i thought your comedy was shit right i'm not laying you any money to improve your comedy dude, you know, know what i mean it's an important aspect of you're you're a killer by the way so that's good. oh thank you but it's it's kind of you know it's an important aspect of it and it's real it's like no one good could put someone forward shitty because it would look bad on them. Well, it's true. Well, like, it, but you can apply that to anything. Like, if my buddy says he's a mechanic, but he like blew my engine out, I'm certainly not gonna fucking refer him. Dude, to, absolutely like, not true. Is, no, most law firms in the country, most fucking like <laughs> yeah, hedge fuck funds. Yeah, it's just yes. like I hired my cousin. Who, like, someone knows about the fight, but it's just oh, like, true. oh, well, he's in the same fraternity. Like, it's it's no, not right. that, yeah, it's not no, the same right. trickle. Right. Like, we have to have something good at the end of it. The comedy still won't stand for it. Like, period. No, it's true. Because, just... because if you're not funny, you're not funny. Yeah, you're shit. And but it's... you can be a bit shit at finance and it's okay. Right. Hence the 2008 like, oh, financial point. crisis. Sorry. Yes, exactly. They all sucked. They all sucked. If they, if comedians had been judging them, we would have no national debt and no. we'd be in a surplus right now. <laughs> no, it would be a lot worse. It would be way worse. But what I liked about it is the idea that, like, how they paid in, and and I really do think that you could apply that towards other things that yeah, absolutely other people, especially. It, it breaks my heart to know of like great comics that can't even pay rent. Like, that is... A lot of that's drugs, though. It just, like, yeah. But, you know, we should give them money for their drugs. We should. Help them out. They might be funnier. I tell you what. <laughs> Dear, great I ideas, gave, right? I gave my brother a lot of money for drugs. Uh, now, in my defense, I didn't know they were for drugs. I thought they were for life-saving surgery. That's how bad it was. But, uh, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> they talk a lot about... Uh, at 23 and Me and the background of like uh, Joe is on a kick about this at the moment like talking about where his ancestry is from right yeah 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 I don't know why the fuck people are bothering with this like I just don't like I know that there's a bit of a curiosity but like what difference is it gonna make what Dude, are you hoping to find I just read a really interesting article about that that white Americans don't give a shit about that and it's and it's who's taking those tests don't remember. I think it was just some. Thanks for bringing that story. story. <laughs> I thought it would lead to something. We're gonna edit, edit this your out, entire please. bit out. <laughs> it'll just be like. Adam but that's talking a question. Yeah. No, but it was. But it's a question. It's like who is taking it? Because Joe somehow wants to find a percentage of something, right? Which right. kind of always goes back to Genghis Khan because he's Italian. And yeah, he's like, I'm probably related to him. We, and that yeah. guy. Do you know that guy killed ten percent of the population of the world yeah. at, of his time? Yeah. Talk about a hard worker. That dude, right? Like, he woke up. Talk he... about setting a goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the power of intention, ladies and gentlemen. That he woke is... up. He had a vision board over his. <laughs> it um, just. It just. Um, it was it just... has ninety percent of the world on one side and, and ten, 10 on the other with a big cross through it. <laughs> He was like, I have to get up early. No day of rest. People are still alive. Imagine if he did that on like a four day week. Right? Like we don't even know. What we, it was like a nurse's schedule. Yeah, he wasn't even doing like yeah, ten hour shifts. Yeah. But still, four solid days, 
three days. He had like the perfect balance. Threw yoga in like twice a day. And a union break. Did obviously. a lot of re- reading. Yeah, paid his guys great. <laughs> right. Like really reasonable. But no, I want to go back to this, even though I don't remember who wrote the article. But it was the one you can't remember, right? Yeah, no, tell us more. But it was it was interesting because white people don't give a shit about this, and because I'm reading this, I'm like, you're right. I could give a fuck about racist. like my great grandparents. I just didn't care. I just don't. It know. was about white identity. I yeah. guess it was like that. We were just colonists. Well, we're told the British. We're supposed American. to be guilty. So we can't we're, look, well, oh God, we're, so we're worried to do it because we don't know. Now, you're not talking about 23andMe. That's the DNA one. You're talking no. about Ancestry. I'm the reason we don't look at that one because it doesn't take long to get, you know, fucking great-grandpa Job that was a fucking that slave owner. Slave owner. And I'm nobody wants to be connected with that. I don't do 23andMe because I'm afraid they'll take my DNA and frame me for murder. And be like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, that's how they call it's the, uh, everywhere the golden state killer you, really you know this guy he did 23 and me he didn't no he didn't um but one of his one of his relatives did it, it was either 23 and me or one of those fucking things and one of his relatives did it and the fbi like was basically like uh give me all your dna um which is how i used to hit on chicks <laughs> <laughs> it worked too no the fbi was like give me your dna and they found like his aunt that like matched all the evidence they had of the Golden State Killer from the eighties, and they're like, "Oh, so someone very closely related to this woman is the Golden State Killer." So then, just like little yellow pages, little Google, and no, they no, found no, wait, this wait, guy. Wait, 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 hold on. How does the FBI? Did the FBI also gets all of the samples from Twenty Three Me? Twenty Three Me sells it to the FBI. I think I don't even think they sold it. I think. They just took it. They can like subpoena. Yeah, I don't, I might not have been twenty three and me, but it was one yeah, of those I know DNA. What you mean. Sites. It sounds very intrusive, but at the same very. time, I'm like, that's not the worst. Like, that's right? All right? Unless they, unless someone, I, I guess the real fear is one day someone will come in and just start to like fake it. Well, that's They're like, the thing, we want to right? arrest Mark. We we'll say his cousin did twenty three right. and me, and his DNA matches. These people's DNAs, which the we've now changed, now right. he goes to jail, and you're fucked. And what can that's, you? I mean, that's kind of the whole point of the yeah, Fourth Jesus Amendment. Jesus Christ! Right? If somebody wants to get you that bad, you gotta fucking go down. I'm sorry. I'm like, who the hell did I piss off, dude? The moment like straight up a hundred people want you to die for whatever reason, even if they're wrong, if they're straight up like we've got <laughs> and power and we're taking you down, they they they, they probably are allowed to win. I'm just like, oh, yeah. seriously now? Like, you can't fight them if they're in positions like that. They're like, we're framing this motherfucker. Oh, I have this whole thing You're of, done. like, I hate running. And I'm like, if an axe murderer or, like, a chainsaw murderer, like, starts chasing me, I'd probably be good for, like, a block or two. And then I'd be like, I had a good run. He obviously wants it more yeah. than I do. It, seriously. I'm, I'm, like, dead by How chainsaw. How fucking hard is it to run with a chainsaw? That's, like, Dude, that's if he catches up man. with you, then, number one, he's earned it. And number two... You are fucking out of shape. It's so true. Because everyone, I should be able to run away from Hussein Bolt with a fucking <laughs> chainsaw, unless it's not on. Because you don't get that like, right? Uh, what do they call that? Gyroscopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom- yeah. yeah, that that's kind of stopping his side to side motion. But right. and it's I don't know. Be Maybe you can rev it, and like it gives him actually a jolt forward. There might be a, a clever technique <laughs> for running with a chainsaw. We can look at this. Yes, we will not. <laughs> Hey, fun fact they were talking about AIDS basically cured. What do you think about that? I think it's yeah, no one's dying from AIDS anymore. They're really not. It's not the same stigma. If somebody was straight up like, Mark, you got AIDS, how would you feel about this? 
you're like, well, I just gotta have sex with a condom now. That right? sucks. But it's but... not. But it's not the feeling you would have got in the nineties. That would have been no. crying. Oh yeah, you're, you're done. Dunzo. You're but done. if someone says, "Hey, you got the flu," you right. never gave a shit. Even now, then, before, no one cares. Yeah, you're like, "Oh god damn it!" But you know, more people die of the flu. I think more people died of the flu than ever died of AIDS. And it's pretty much the viral cocktail, right? I mean, they just—it's the viral cocktail. I, I don't know much... what the cure is, but yeah, they inject because the, the HIV doesn't lot turn into AIDS anymore. Exactly. You keep, you keep it's kind of inert, and it's changing that way, supposedly, right? As a way to survive itself. So yeah, it becomes it less dangerous, but also less detectable by the body. Yeah. So it's it's more likely to exist as a thing, and all it gives a fuck about is existing. Like I don't it's think true. no virus wants to kill you. They want to just live. They just want to eat. Yeah, and they want to make more of them. And it's if they can do it, that's why I'm surprised there's not more of them that are beneficial. Imagine if we like in the future could inject ourselves with beneficial. Uh, Artificial viruses. viruses. Well, in a weird well, way, think about this. No. Uh, so Felipe had like, he got real backed up one time. Couldn't shit. Huge hemorrhoid. Big uh-huh. mass. But, so massive solid poops. Well, they do poo uh, transfers. What would they call that? Like if people have bad digestive systems. Like they'll They put the... other people's poo in your body. Because they're probiotics probably. Exactly. Yep. Well, and they are showing in mice and rats that you can put poop from a happy mouse in uh, a sad mouse and it cheers them up and the other way around. Really? Yeah. Powerful. Well, but That's going to lead to some awkward conversations in my future. Right? But, dude, you're I've so, had his poop you're in so me. You're so cheery. Can I have your shit? <laughs> you're right. You're hilarious. Can I just have a bag of that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I've had a lot I mean, of burritos. I mean, you might want to wait till I'm doing my juice cleanse. Work. I'm in like a, I'm in a Mexican restaurant and I like see Dave Chappelle in a corner. I'm like, I need his shit power. Oh, imagine if that was the answer. Oh you can God. instantly become the other person by putting their shit up your butt. Whose shit would you put up your butt? Number one, go. Ooh, yeah, I, you're on the spot again. You fucked up on the part. No, I did. No, really it's did. I it. But uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle, easy. It's got to be right. Yeah, Dave. Like, yeah, he's not only like to me the funniest comedian on the planet. He's unbelievably intelligent and like like Super another cool. stratosphere. It's so fucking cool. Next level. The dude, the dude reads books that you're like, like really can't even pronounce you the title. This out like. The, I mean, the intricacies of the civil rights and things, and he is so knowledgeable. It's insane. Yeah. Like, and it's not just like, I'm reading like Tom Clancy and like Harry Potter shit, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I read, I'm really smart. And he's like reading like political theory and the history of like world economics and shit. And then he talks about it in his show and makes it hysterical. Yeah. Make me Dave Chappelle. I'll take yeah, that'd be solid, day. right? Yeah. If I could have one percent of his genius, I'd be ruling the world. Hundred percent, right unbelievable. I'd take Arnold Schwarzenegger's poop. <laughs> <laughs> also, an amazing answer. Why? <laughs> Tell me why. Why would I not want it? <laughs> All right. I'm not saying that you become an old man now. I'm saying that like I be I get to be him at 30 whatever at oh god am. how great would that oh be, my man. life all of a sudden you you like your words start being a bit more like you don't even realize it's just I would have out. so much fun doing it. I would just like 
I'd become a door-to-door salesman for like a week, and I would just knock on Dude, everyone's you... door and be like, Sarah Connor, just to see them yeah. shit themselves. Yeah, 100% with the glasses, leather jackets, like 95 degrees out, doesn't oh even make God. sense, you're on a motorcycle, sexy shit ever. So sexy. Just badass. Kinda. Beyond. Like, look at The Rock. The Rock is crushing it. He's another person whose poop I'd have on my butt. Oh my God. Crushing it. Crushing How does it. he crush it that way? Because we, again... We were talking about this earlier before the podcast, but it's like certain people have set the stage for other greats to jump on. And what I mean yeah. by that is like, you know, in the stand-up circle, it was like, you know, you've got the 60s and 70s. People were trying new things. But this like modern story situation that we have set up and Joe talked about it on this podcast, he said that someone had to come in to like set the story. Right. Yeah. This is the story that I'm telling, and these are the jokes at the end, which is not how comedians were doing it before. And then Richard Pryor stepped in afterwards and was like, "Oh, you thought that was good? Let's let's turn that up tenfold and make it so real it blows your mind." And it really opened people up. And it's and it's the same thing. It's like nobody would ever accept a rock star character. Look, I love that guy. No disrespect to Rock, I love you. Yeah, he's amazing. But to have a kind of bad actor be that massive and doing ridiculously impossible action things Arnold already set the stage for it set, we believe right. everything we total disbelief set aside and like you can do whatever you want but jump over the building it's fine you're that big and that strong it's like we don't look at him and think oh he can probably bench four to right. 500 pounds you look at a man like that and you think in your mind like some sort of godlike power he's you're like, oh, yeah. he's probably as strong as a gorilla, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. That dude is strong. Man. But dude, we want to believe in No, so but Arnold, We want to believe in these these superhero characters, this epic. We desperately yeah, want we to believe it. in them because we live through them. We're like, Because yeah, yeah. we're afraid. And yeah. we want to believe that someone like, else is I'd be that, that brave if I looked like The Rock. I would I'd definitely go save my family in the adjacent skyscraper. He's a beast. I love that guy. He's, he's just a crusher. I love yeah. the rock. Uh, the last uh, guy of the week for this set of uh, the podcast review. Um, podcast 1151, Steve Carroll. Steve Carroll is a physicist, quantum physicist, mm. uh, a teacher in California at the Physics Institute of something that I did not write down, so therefore <laughs> I forgot. But he's a legit dude. And he was right. great. He was on... Rogan not that long ago but absolutely fantastic started a new podcast called Mindscape Podcast where he covers physics but he covers other shit these are good conversations that he wants to have you know what I mean and uh, uh, a fascinating guy super fascinating guy the first part of what they got into was uh, Russian election tampering Mm. so they jump right to what's Trump doing Right. What's going on? Right. It's the beginning well, of a podcast. You might as well jump on just, what happened today. Right. Like crazy shit. You're just beating around the bush if you're not getting it. Because who the fuck isn't thinking about this? Yeah. And if you're told, not thinking about it, like. You gotta be a bit worried. You gotta be a We gotta bit, be watching. You gotta be. The people. And this always drives me crazy. It's like, I don't like politics. They'd be like, I don't like air. It has so much importance <laughs> on your life to just kind of be ambivalent about it. Yeah. I don't. I know people are. I know. I, I totally get it. And I'm not saying feel one way or the other about it, but to not <laughs> Sounds even like be you are, Mark. informed. Don't lie to me. I mean, I am, but... 
But to not Honestly, even... man, I barely pay attention because it depresses me. Oh, it depresses And it seems to freak everyone out. And I'm like, listen, I'll choose to not be so depressed. Other people can be a bit more. And if something really important happens, someone to tell me. Like, right. I'll hit you up, Mark, and you'll be like, Adam, you need to worry about this. I'll be like, All of child the, concentration camps. Yeah. Oh, that I'm sucks. Like, oh, shit. I'll jump on board. That's what's Anything right I could do. Right. You're like, no, nope, Adam, you're useless. Nothing. Yeah, you're utterly useless. <laughs> Just be upset. But then let's look at what, like, the Russians were doing, right? Yeah. So they had their little troll bots. Yeah. Right? So they're like, it's a state-sponsored companies that they had like put together i don't know if they call them companies or what agencies i guess right, but yeah, probably really all they do is sit around supporting fake news for to sway opinion but yeah just to, like state sponsored comments confuse people over it. and what do you think was really their biggest motivation for wanting trump in over hillary uh, Hillary was such a hawk over over Russia. Like Who hated him. Fuck it. it was more. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think was Hillary like had personal... any love. But I think Putin fucking hated her, and a lot of it had to do with the annexation of Crimea. Because um, she was, I mean, she was flat out of Ukraine. I read an interesting story about how she'd met with a Russian ambassador, and uh, you know the bravado and everything, and she basically just threw down. It was like this is how it's going to fucking be. And walked out of the room, and the dude felt like tremendously like disrespected by the whole thing. And I mean, I think that's part of it. There's a there's a machismo there, and the idea no, I know. idea that this and Hillary's all was a foreign policy hawk. I mean, she was like she was hard on everyone. Yeah, to they think wanted that, none of that. To think that they would be more balanced and less like opinion tempered is kind of silly, right? Because they are 100% their own reputation. So they're probably fucking, you know, dick-swinging competitions constantly. Totally. And and maybe they don't let things go. You know, maybe so much so they will use their power to potentially destroy themselves. I mean, look, we're not going to war with Russia. But Russia's GDP is smaller than Italy. And if America was like, look, we're sending troops to Italy because they pissed us off... You know, I don't think it would be like the great, like, oh my God, we're all going to die. Like, we would be like, well, clearly that's not that cool because Italy's cool, but America will crush them. Well, hold on. We'd fucking crush the Russians too. Yeah, they got nukes. But a lot of other countries got nukes. Yeah. And I don't think they're firing off shit anyway. We could probably just storm in there a little bit and they'd be Mm. like, all right, they call our bluff. We need to stop fucking around. Dude, it is not, I think it's like one one one-hundredth of what we spend on our military, they spend on theirs. And it's like, hold on a second. How much, how quickly could America fuck Russia so fast? Yeah, the only issue is the nukes. The nukes. But no, dude, no one's firing these nukes. Nobody wants to fire them. Doesn't make any sense. At least, like, Putin doesn't want to fire them. God, I wish we could make those space rocket lasers that could shoot nukes out of the sky it, you know the mm-hmm. second we invented those and obviously we can't figure it out that's why we stopped Clearly. dude we would immediately invade russia immediately we'd be like yeah let's see how good your shit is and it would be like a disgusting version of the gulf war we just squash it oh it'd have to be but it'd be it'd, it'd be, be like oh be... we're not afraid of nukes now they fire four yeah. of them we'd shoot them out of the sky and then they would just give up yeah it'd be like 
Yeah, it'd be all like, the oligarchs would be like, no, 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 I love America. I have real estate. One hundred percent. Oh no, they would shit their pants. But we can't do it, so that's the whole point. <laughs> it's the threat. It's the threat. Yeah. Well, but, so talking about this, right? Talking about the oligarchs, for example. Yeah. When it comes to Russia, so you've got you've got all these governments worldwide, right? And the and these guys were talking about Steve Carroll is a, he, he's a smart guy, physicist, but he likes to lend his brain to other things. And mm-hmm. and here's some of the the like the issues politically is this, you know, we've got oh like I know I don't know, but you've got communism, you've got democracy, you've got you know all the Socialism, different fascism, yeah all this all shit like that, that we set up. What's better? What's not? Right. You know, and then we have things like universal basic income as like an idea of uh-huh. things right to, to like minimize the wage disparity no one should starve to death all right stuff well then you bring in automation right mm-hmm. so the robots are starting to make everything and now all your basic uh shit is paid for right. so in a way where's your motivation now and is right. that a factor do you suddenly become like a trust fund kid and have you ever met trust fund kids I hate trust fund kids. Dude, Joe yeah. even said it on the podcast. They're like, all they do is blow through their money. And you know what? Another thing they say is they don't have jobs. They have projects. Because they don't give a fuck if anything fails. They're not going to starve. We should start you saying know? that. I'm just working on this project. Yeah. Not a job. I think I've got I have five projects going on. We got a project. Yeah. We already do. You know, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, we can do. say it. Um, you know, I feel like there's got to be some type of meat medium because of course there are people that are going to leech off the government in the same way or if you have universal basic income of course they're going to be people that aren't motivated by it they're just are going to be in the same way that when i if i open a grocery store of course people are going to shoplift that doesn't mean i don't open the grocery store right you know because because most people are buying most people are buying yeah and i feel like like, yeah, a couple of kids might come in and steal some condoms. It's the only thing I ever shoplifted in my life. Solid. Um, or they're going to steal some fucking cigarettes or candy bars or what the, whatever the fuck they shoplift. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking Most the system. people are going to, I think, just buy their groceries. And if you, like, yeah, I always feel like people are going to, some people are going to game the system. But I think a lot of people just want to kind of, like, survive and live. Shit. Be happy and not live in the hell of, like, the biggest stress of all, which is. A lot of times money. It is. A lot of times. Well, you and I are ambitious people. We're very ambitious people. We, like, we want a lot of shit. We want, and we're constantly working and moving towards our goals. Right. Stand-up, comedy, writing, all those things. But I think a lot of people who, their ambition, a friend of mine who just had a kid, and his only ambition was to just kind of, like, have a nice life, have a nice family, and take a nice vacation. And I, and I think that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. It's wonderful, wonderfully simple, and I envy him for it because I wish that's all I wanted. Because, I, but I'm a maniac and I want so much more. <laughs> right. But I feel like a lot of people want that. They're and just, that's like, the, their that's family the thing. and their job and they, like. And you know what? If you want to just play video games, you should be allowed to. Absolutely. Steve Carroll talks about this too because we can be different, right? This is our mm-hmm. advantage. But here's the more beautiful thing: is like the trust fund kids that have done well happen to find their passion and right. all of us in so many ways especially the ones really pushing themselves or like big joe rogan fans you know we hear this over and over you find your passion it's like working for free absolutely that's the shit and if you know you will fill your day with 12 hours or whatever if 
that's your passion. And I think that's what that universal basic income for a lot more people would do. It would I think free so. it up for them to say, right, I don't need to work to survive. I just need to do something because I'm getting depressed and bored. But why not go find your passion then? Exactly. And then instead of these mundane jobs, so many people are creating far like tons of like creative content, mm-hmm. right? Art, poetry, videos, comedy, Absolutely. the shit that we love. And imagine if almost everyone worked on some sort of entertainment for someone else, even if it's just for themselves. Right. How much more entertained would everyone be? Well, you and I were talking about that before the podcast, how we want to laugh so hard we cry at a minimum of once a day. That would be beautiful. Like, what if everybody had just like that, like everybody, just bring joy to someone else's life in some way. Yeah, yeah. in and there is the bank. possibility that would work, right? I think that so. would that would. I so let's know. look at what rich people do mm-hmm. with their money. Otherwise, a lot of times, right? Yeah. Let so this is an interesting one that they brought up too. Remember when plasma TVs first came out? Oh yeah. So they just start knocking into technology, right? Mm-hmm. So you got technology, and 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 that's the thing. It's like what's the so the question is like what would you do with infinite money? I like right. to ask that question when I'm stressed and I'm like, what would I do with infinite power to end this stress? Mm-hmm. A lot of times the answer helps you figure out the whole thing. But yeah, infinite yeah. money, it's a great you know, it's like you don't have to work. What would you do? Right. It's a great way to find your passion. Exactly. You know, and hope you can make money out of it. Exactly. So what are these rich fucking people doing? Well, they're buying the newest technology a lot of times way before everyone else because they can afford it. Right. You know, newest surgeries. The newest stem cell, whatever, the newest plasma TV. Yeah, they can afford the prototype. Yeah, if we're talking like 2006 or whenever plasma TVs came out, dude, they right. were like 30 inches were like $20,000. In for a flat. I know. And it wasn't even that flat. No. It so, wasn't. but if you look at it that way, they get the first bits of this technology. Really, what they're doing is they're buying the shittiest version of a new technology for the highest price. So which is a that's terrible investment horrible investment and then but 10 years later us. there's like people in trailer parks that have better TVs for almost nothing yeah so like that I want a money 60 was inch waste like 4k TV and I'm gonna get it for 350 dollars with a Roku inside a hundred percent yeah dude I was in Vegas once mm-hmm. they had a hundred inch LCD up on this wall and it was probably 2010. I'd never seen a TV that big. And mm-hmm. I asked him how much it cost. And he goes, that was $100,000. Fuck, I believe it. I was like, dude, what? I believe it. Now a you hundred get like a, grand? A projector for like two grand and like Ugh. 70 inch screen. Dude, I saw a projector on Amazon the other day. 1080p was 90 bucks. And it <laughs> stars. I'm like, hundred grand? I wouldn't even buy it. I'd be like, fuck, no. 90 bucks is going to be shit. Dude, it, it had like a thousand reviews all close to five stars. They're like, this is great for gaming. It's just where the technology oh, is. We have true. really good projectors now. I yeah, have two. Is I like, own two here. Good ones. No shit. Dude, they auto-adjust to the wall. You shine on the That's wall and, the, and their angles aren't right. They're not square with the wall. It It'll sees the wall it. and changes it. Stretches it out. Oh, I just reinvented my next year yeah i got a boner just thinking about totally it. I, technology I already know boner. that's it <laughs> but it, it's kind of funny that you look at it that way like let's take ai for example 
Right. As soon as they come up with something, like they've got Alexa now, but how much better are these things getting? And they don't even need to get to AI. They just need to get to like comparable, right. like semi-retarded individual that can like do shit around your house. I apologize for using that word. Still a great word. Individual? Back. Yeah, individual. <laughs> so, you know, the first thing that's going to happen, sex bots. You know it. Absolutely. Everything sex bots always that can sex talk the to first you. thing. It's got to be. Always. It's a huge motivation. That's going to be so good for rich, disabled men people, in their mid thirties, losers, like, guys losers. desperately trying to stay away from gold diggers that yes. are like milking the fuck out of them and fetish shit. Oh, oh you know that's gonna. Yeah, that's the, gonna go wild. Wild. Yeah. With like be like you're in defeat by this robot has six feet has six feet. oh my god these guys yeah jizzing everywhere <laughs> they look like a jackson pollock painting like, oh my god six feet on a robot which is yeah. also my band name right <laughs> six toes on a robot really <laughs> it's got to be sex robots it's then next sex. it's going to be robo cops yep right we're going to build those what do you think about that think of the next war the next right. major war we have it's not going to be like anything we've ever seen. It's going to be Boston Dynamics and those fucking robots like fucking shit up. And this tells you that's how... That's terrifying. Imagine being killed by a robot. That's how I want to go, actually. <laughs> no, t- this tells you how wide I am. My first thought was like, police robots, I wouldn't be able to talk my way out of the shit I'm <laughs> How imagine, would I do that? Imagine if they somehow programmed in some sort of racism. Oh, they, like, of course they They would. still were like super nice to white people. You're like, this is fucked up. That, Even like, the white people it. are like, now I see it. I Sorry. It. Now I got I. Oh, oh, this is bad. You're right. This looks real bad. It would, it, I think that's the... We like, were always this... No, we were bad. That's yeah. the straw that breaks the camel's back. That's the it. The robots are like... We finally racist. get in it. That sounds, like, like oh, a, it sounds like a Black Mirror episode. Can we write that? We should. Let's write it. Let's do it. Racist robots. Racist robots. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, just like a back to back, so it looks powerful. Yes. Uh, one of the big things they were t- talking about, obviously, being a physicist, Steve Carroll starts talking about quantum computing. Yeah. Right? Fascinating. I'm too dumb to understand it, but it sounds cool. Too. And uh, quantum computing supposedly is supposed to give you infinite processing power to some degrees right because it, it has right. every combination of every answer to a point and this was immediately what i thought imagine yeah. if you gave it the task of writing like comedy it could instantly write every joke ever oh my and god in one second ruin comedy forever it would be it would be done done It'd it just over. it just it spits them out and then says Done. Mainly because... And then all you can do now is go back and search for interesting jokes because they all got written. It'd be like... We can't ask that question. It'd be like if Louis C.K. just became... was like a robot. It'd be like, no, I already did that joke. Fuck! Yeah. (laughs) Like, I can't steal everything from you. It's impossible that I've just literally come up with the same joke. Uh Nope. Computer came up with it first. That's what they call it. They call it Louis, right? Louis, yes. Yeah. It, It, like, has... What's left of like a, a like a messy ginger beard that they've like taped <laughs> to the front of it, and the worst part is, anytime a woman enters the room, it the computer stops off. talking and starts just going. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me, uh, Louis, what is that sound? What is happening? Make busy computing. <laughs> you're like, nah, you can't be computing because you already have all you the already answers know. instantly. 
No, no, I'm really loading. I'm loading. I'm loading. Oh, I've unloaded. I've unloaded. Would you like to see my floppy drive? Oh, God. <laughs> Put in the hard disk. <laughs> it would ruin it, though. It, it would. would ruin it. It would. And, and uh, here's the thing. It's like, what... I don't know. I know this complicated shit to, like, process. Yeah. And, like, we want to run really complicated algorithms. But it just seems like... Ah, fuck. Seems like you shouldn't know too much too quick. Right. Maybe that's just because I'm so stupid. But I do know that when I watch Netflix, Mm -hmm. there's a lot on there. And sometimes I'm too bored to watch anything. And maybe you shouldn't have all the answers because then you're too bored to even ask the fucking question. Well, that's true. It's like flying too close to the sun with the uh, the right wings. Whoever the fuck they were, those guys. Um, Biblical. Oh, uh, biblical scholar. Oh, they just and... named the document Icarus. Icarus, yeah. It's a little flying too close to the sun. Mm. I don't. If I know everything now, the rest of my life will be really fucking. I'd be a mess. Every like, challenge, wanna, everything. Like I well, want to read in the morning. The this news. is another question they surprised. bring up, right? So, so with the same understanding of quantum physics, yeah. or quantum computing, like a yes and no, on and off, left and right, up and down, it's all. Like, it's both happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. So there's there's an understanding of something called moral luck. I don't know if they called it moral luck, but I think it was close to that. Now, the, what the idea is that they basically say is like, look, you've probably once in your life driven maybe slightly over the alcohol limit, I would say, even if you had to go a few blocks. I'm not incriminating you, so you don't have to say right. yes or no. But <laughs> it's like, it's common. That at some no, time is, something course. like that's happened now. You right. get to your destination, you get out, maybe you feel a bit guilty, we all know it's wrong, and then you you know, we're not trying to do it all the time and Absolutely. But if you happen to do that, you're mostly capable of like functioning, but unluckily right. you hit someone, then you're the guy that killed someone drunk. Right. And your whole life changes. Mm-hmm. Are you so then everyone's looking down on you you go to jail and they're like kind of a bit of a piece of shit and the rest of your family like he's made some mistakes but he's doing better oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know there's a bit of an intervention well you're the same guy that didn't get caught as well as the one that did and no one gave a fuck about the 50 other times that happened because no one exactly. knew so there's this like really unfortunate portion of luck that comes with these ideas of things no which it's is true. intense well, you know, to think about I I I love baseball, and I always say the difference between a brilliantly pitched game and a poorly pitched game can sometimes just be four pitches. You could literally just be like, I threw a slider 3-2 with the bases loaded, and he struck the guy out, so they didn't score any runs. Or he hung a slider, so the grip was slightly different. He hung the slider, guy hit it out, four runs. So that's the difference. Like, the finger position is the only difference and what it was a brilliantly pitched game because he got him out on a 3-2 slider between a shitty pitch game where he hung a 3-2 slider. It's kind of the same thing. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. And since I know basically nothing about baseball and I'm English, <laughs> I'm going to assume that either other people are listening I or, But I get a <laughs> yeah. bit of the understanding of what you're saying. Like, the degree, the margin is so close. And if so the close. opposite is happening anyway, it's like, oh shit. Oh shit. And that's... That's fucking fascinating. 
It is fast and, yeah. and also scary as hell. Right? It's like, oh well, god. And it's also that like multiverse theory where it, like yeah, I mean, every it, choice you've ever made has been played out. It's something he believes in a, a great deal. So he draws those parallels, but it's not quite as dark. Did he talk about simulation theory? No, he doesn't go so much into that. Okay. Joe likes that, though. He likes to get into it because he does he does isolation chambers stuff, you know, in the deprivation yeah. tanks. So it's like that thought process is like when you're lying there and you're thinking of things that kind of seem real, you're like, oh, you could just invent it all or dream it into reality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and VR stuff, I mean, it's kind of pointing that way. Yeah. Reminds me of college philosophy. You're right. I'm not going to lie. Well... On that note, that covers those three. Thanks, guys, for joining in. Um, bit of a longer podcast today, but some fucking great things that we got to go over. And, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed these guests, so I wanted to hit it all. Mark, thanks for coming in. Thanks, dude. Do it again. Pleasure. Love you, brother. Love you. Take, take it easy, guys, and uh, be another one out soon. Love you, fuckers. Peace.